Welcome back to All Rights Reserved, your exclusive entertainment law and law school podcast with your hosts, Kayla and Suna. Today, we're going to be talking about how to stay organized in law school and building good habits to help you succeed. And since many of us are either starting or returning to law school, we wanted to share some tips to help you hit the ground running. So let's start off with reading for class. Suna, why don't you tell us a little about um, your process and, you know, reading and yeah. How it all went. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think like during 1L, honestly, it happens to everyone, but like it starts off so slow because like you've yeah. never read cases before. You've never briefed cases before. You're just sort of getting your sea legs and eventually you get faster. So I started off with reading two days ahead because I think like uh, it must have been like a peer mentor or someone, someone during orientation said that that's how they did it. And I was like, sure, yeah. I'll do that too. <laughs> and it worked for a good amount of time. But then when deadlines started piling up for like legal writing and stuff like that, I s- slowly started to switch to reading a week ahead. So like on the mm-hmm. weekends, just splitting it up and just powering through it. Um, And then during 2L, I had no other choice just because I was so busy. (laughs) And like, it was horrible just because between con law and whatever four unit class we had, the readings were just insane. And during 3L, I'm doing the same thing, but like, I literally do not have reading almost. And it's weird, but um, staying lucky kind of like works. So that's just kind of how I'm going right now. (laughs) Well, that's lucky because I totally feel like I still have reading now. But the good thing is I'm in so, like, I'm in three classes, whereas 1L, 2L, you're in more classes and you're working, so you're completely swamped. But I did the same as you, actually. I started reading two days ahead, and it just didn't really work out for me. Um, I feel like when the time came where I was sitting in class and I was reading my notes that I took two days before, I wasn't retaining anything. I didn't remember anything. And I was like, okay, this is clearly not working out for me. So then I transitioned to doing it over the weekend as well, Mm -hmm. where I literally was like, okay, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to study from like, let's say like 10 to three on the weekend. That's literally what I do. I'll, I'll yeah. like get up, I'll work out, I'll have breakfast and then I'll just start reading and then I'll take a lunch break and then do a little bit after and then I'll just call it a day. Yeah. Like I, so yeah. I'll do, okay. It's weird. I'll do like Monday, Wednesday classes on Saturday and then I'll do Tuesday, Thursday on Sunday. So like I, I break it up. I only do like two classes a day, but yeah. I do it for the whole week. Yeah. And then I, I, I don't know, but that just like makes it less jumbled in my brain and I'm able to like organize it better. So Mm -hmm. that worked for me. And I still do that till this day. Yeah, It really, it works. It does. And I think for me, at least it's maybe it's the same for you. It was helpful to at least get the whole week because then you kind of get the concepts. Cause sometimes like you're reading the same concept, but building on it in late, like in a class that's later in the week, but having read everything all together, it kind of helps you follow along. Like that's how I felt. Um, and I actually, I did the same thing. I would break up my classes by day. Sometimes I would start on Fridays if I had some time. Um, but that was if like, I knew that same. we were going to have like a lot of reading, especially with con law. I sort of had to do that from time to time, but yeah, 
So while you were doing your readings, for example, um, mm-hmm. what, how would you take your notes and like, how would you review them for class or were you able to review them for class? Cause sometimes I didn't, <laughs> I'm like going to be super honest. Like oh, I was man. way better about it during one L, but during two L mm-hmm. I was just, I had so many different things going on that I just had to wing it sometimes. I mean, I would do the reading, but like it, it wouldn't be fresh in my brain, like at all. <laughs> no, me neither. Um, so I use OneNote. Mm-hmm. So OneNote is this Microsoft program and I connected my school email to it and it mm-hmm. somehow like allowed me to get this big account. Um, so I still use it till this day. It's really good. Um, mm-hmm. I like having everything in one little spot. Mm-hmm. So that's really nice. And it kind of is really easy to navigate as well. Mm-hmm. So I use that. Um, I initially used Microsoft Word, but that was just like, it is too much. <laughs> it takes up so much storage on your computer. It's like not even worth it. But I started using OneNote as in the cloud. Mm-hmm. You know, like even when I'm studying for the bar, I can literally just like go to one L torts class and look up a random rule. Right. So that's nice. And I don't have to like fish for it. Mm-hmm. But now so that I have an like, iPad, sorry, oh, go ahead. Right. No, I was yeah. going to say well, like, <laughs> you do it for classes as well. But wait, let's talk about the iPad because oh, that's that, way more exciting. Okay. <laughs> I know. I So I get this iPad for my birthday and I'm like, okay, like... I don't really know how I'm going to use it because I've been using OneNote this whole time, but mm-hmm. I get it. And then I start using Notability, which actually it was recommended to me by Ladies Who Law School podcast. Oh. Listen to them. But they recommended I use Notability. So with Notability, you're able to literally take the Apple pen and just like write all over your notes. You can write it all over the PowerPoints. And honestly, it's been like a way more effective way of like taking notes for me because I'm not the type of person to take notes by hand. I know you Mm -hmm. are, Mm -hmm. but it's really hard for me to do that. So, so yeah, it's, it's honestly been really great and it's kind of fun. Yeah. Honestly, I think like any like new tech, like toy is always just like fun and it gets you motivated to do things. Like I remember when I first got my Kindle, I wouldn't put it down. I was just reading like all the time, but, um, I've heard great things about the iPad. Like I have some friends who use it and, um, they have like this planning app and everything and it's so versatile and like, my other friend was showing me like these stickers that she uses. And I was just like, this is so adorable. Um, I think like for me, I can't, I mean, honestly, I haven't tried an iPad, so I don't really know how it would go, but uh, I kind of like pens and paper a lot. And sometimes I feel like if I have a pen in my hand or a highlighter or whatever, and I can just scribble and write and all that stuff. Somehow it works better. But then again, I've never tried an iPad before, so <laughs> I'm glad it works for you. <laughs> okay. Well, think of it like this. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like all being digital. able, yeah. yeah, but like, I also like highlight in like 10 different colors and it's like yeah. so cute. So I love it. It's, it's awesome. really fun. It, That's it really great. makes me enjoy reading. That's for some really, honestly, that is such a great tip though. Like anything that will get you motivated to do your work. Like I remember <laughs> in undergrad, before I had exams, I would go to the school bookstore and UVA had an amazing bookstore and I would buy a new notebook or like some new pen yeah. to like start studying with. Um, but for law school, for my reading notes, I use Evernote. So I'll just like open Evernote. Yeah. I'll, Evernote. yeah and I'll the have elephant. Different, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I tried OneNote and for some reason I just didn't like it. I like the copy and paste, like Actually, no, not the copying and pasting, the printing thing 
was a little annoying. Oh, yes. That's, yeah. that's the one negative for sure that I've Yeah. Like it. what I like to do is I will open Evernote. I'll open that class's notebook. I'll say like week three or whatever the week is. And then mm-hmm. I'll put all the briefs, all of like the blurbs or summaries or rules or whatever. And then I like to print it out and bring it to class with me. And then occasionally I might write on it or I might, um, it's just nice to have on paper because sometimes I feel like on a screen, I just get distracted. Um, Especially since now I write my notes, it actually really helps. Um, But honestly, like those of you who are listening, there's no one right way to do it, but this Mm -hmm. this is what works for us. Um, and honestly though, now I'm kind of like considering trying the iPad thing because it sounds really cool. <laughs> oh my God. It's so much fun. I, I actually really like it. I always have it during class now. Yeah. I keep it to my side. Mm-hmm. I have the, so obviously now that everything's virtual, the books are like online. So True. I pull it up and I'm writing all over it. I'm highlighting the rules, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just like makes it so much easier to follow along. Yeah. Cause I am, it, it is a, sort of like a book except you're mm-hmm. not carrying like millions of pens and mm-hmm. highlighters and stuff like that's kind of all in one mm-hmm. so it's like very easy to navigate I didn't realize how easy it was but highly recommend that's awesome I'll yeah. have to look into that maybe I'll uh gift one to myself for like bar <laughs> prep slash like finishing law school yeah um. it's gonna be amazing <laughs> for bar prep yeah. For sure. Yeah. And also side note, speaking of technology, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of having big screens or like multiple screens. I yeah. have an iMac that I actually bought off of a friend like three or four <laughs> years ago and really? I use it daily. It's so nice, but also my neck doesn't hurt when I use it just because like when you're on a laptop, you're sort of like yeah. hunched over unless you have like one of those risers or like whatever, maybe you have a standing desk conversion, which I also do have, but I never use. Mm. Um, but having a big screen is amazing because as a law student, but also when you're a lawyer, eventually you're going to be working with multiple documents. So I really, really love that because during 1L, um, during our torts class, our professor used to assign us all these like extra videos to watch that were mm-hmm. like little tutorial type things. So it was really nice to be able to have Evernote open on one side so I could take notes and the video open on the other. And I didn't have to like click between anything. It wasn't too cramped. It wasn't too tiny. Um, so I highly recommend having a large screen. Like it doesn't have to be an iMac because iMacs are expensive, but monitors are great as well. Yeah. I have a monitor. It's, it's been fantastic to use. Um, I, yeah, it's been great. I have one of those risers as well. Mm -hmm. So I like to put my laptop on there. I also have like a keyboard Mm -hmm. that connects. So I don't know. I have, I've had an iMac like years ago. I don't even know where the iMac is, but I had the keyboard. There you go. I put the keyboard in and it really does make a difference with like my neck and my lower back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, totally recommend really that. Important. Like they teach you that yeah. during your like first computer class about how, what is it like you're, you have to like sit up straight and your, I think it's like your <laughs> wrist and your elbow have to be at a 90 degree angle or something. Yeah. I always thought like, oh, this is whatever. Like I'm fine. And like now that I'm in my late twenties and my body starts to hurt, doing anything really I definitely appreciate like a good desk a good chair <laughs> or, just, or just throw a pillow just yeah. throw a pillow down there and yeah, yeah. like whatever works does um, the job <laughs> so back to staying organized um the next topic that we're going to touch on is outlining so mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have different ways of doing it 
Um, so Kayla, what works for you? Like how often do you outline? Mm -hmm. How do you like to outline? What has worked for you? So I'm not the typical outliner and I know that's not the best. I know that's not the best to hear because I really try, but sometimes I just get so swamped that I don't end up doing it, Mm -hmm. but I do force myself to do it. Um, I think it's really important. Um, I've definitely gotten better about doing it earlier in the semester Mm -hmm. um, because previously I would do it, you know, like three quarters of the way there. And it was actually extremely hard to catch up. You need to do it like the week of, or it's like not going to work out. It's very difficult. Even like being two weeks behind on an outline is a lot. Yes. I feel like it's packed with information. (laughs) So like I, oh my God, you've reminded me, I have to get work. I have to do no, me too. my outlines like stat. Like, this so, long weekend, I'm devoting yes. one full day because I've been so swamped this semester and it's only yeah. been a week and like two days of class, but I've had so much going on even like outside of classes that I haven't had a time, like a moment to just sit down and like type things up. But yeah, yeah I think that having a good solid, consistent schedule to outline is really important because as Kayla was saying, (laughs) um, you don't want things to snowball in law school. Like that should be your number one priority. Like staying proactive will save you so much time in the future. Um, So I try to outline weekly just because I kind of treat it as like a review thing. Um, It's just, that's just kind of what works for me. I treat my outlines as like living documents. So my goal Mm -hmm. every week is to at least have it up to date. And then if I have an exam coming up or if it's finals coming up like a a week or two before I'll start to finalize it and perfect it and like, um, you know, tighten up my rule statements, like whatever I need to do. But I feel like half the battle is just even making it in general. Like it doesn't matter. The quality at at the beginning doesn't matter. Uh And like one else, if you're listening right now and you have no idea what's going on, it's okay. You will find your style of outlining that works for you. Just make sure you're doing it consistently because you yes. do not want to be outlining the day before an exam when you could be using that time practicing. So. And even just like something random that someone told me so long ago, just read, just read your outlines, read your notes and mm-hmm. read your outlines. You don't even have to sit there and try to memorize them. If you just read it, it becomes muscle memory. And honestly, yeah. I think that's the best way to learn. You just start to remember, you start to understand. Mm-hmm. And so it's not really, it's not like you're forcing yourself to memorize at the end of the day because you're constantly putting it in your brain. So right, I think exactly. that's the best thing to do. Just read, mm-hmm. read it. No, absolutely. And I think like if you establish a good schedule with outlining, it also helps you figure out if you need to talk to a professor about something or if you need yeah. to yay. Um, I mean, I'm not as good as at do, I mean, I'm not as good at doing this as I was during 1L, but during 1L, every week when I outlined, I would create a list of questions to take to office hours or whatever it was, or to ask the oh, professor. You're so good. I was, I'm really OCD. And so I was good. really scared of 1L when I started because I had done all this research and watched all these YouTubers and like mm-hmm. listened to some podcasts and like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was and just also speaking to, you know, like lawyers that I knew, like it all just sounded so overwhelming. So I was just so paranoid of falling behind that mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't happen. But um, I would, I would do that 
Cause then at least like I would kind of nip something in the bud before it snowballed into me not understanding everything. Yeah. Um, so I think that, you know, finding something that works for you and just being consistent. And I think that kind of goes for all of law school to be completely honest, but, um, in addition to outlining though, uh, what do you do to review Kayla? Like, Let's say, uh-huh. I don't know, just throughout the semester, if you have the time, because we are very busy now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely try to make the time. Um, so for me, the best way to review is by watching videos. Mm-hmm. I log on to Themis. I watch their videos. They're very short and concise. I love Themis. Um, and I I just listen to them. I try to take notes. Um I try to understand or fill in the blanks with things that I don't really understand from class itself. Mm -hmm. So by watching these videos, even watching YouTube, you don't even have to watch it on Themis necessarily or Barbary, but I'm just a very visual person. So it's very easy for me to follow along when I'm listening to someone Mm -hmm. via video. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely the best way for me to review. Um, I also set reminders. Like I know that I have a midterm coming up and even a final coming up so Mm -hmm. soon. So I, I know that I have to prioritize that this weekend or et cetera, but I always try to stay on top of my assignments. Um, Mm -hmm. even when I was in my legal writing class, one L I always made sure to (laughs) finish my drafts like way early on time so so I could rework them. Mm-hmm. I, I I have to, or otherwise I get too stressed out. So I think it's yeah. really important to just stay on top of everything. And, and yeah, and reviewing is just, as long as you understand the concepts, understanding is so much better than memorizing. Yeah. Because if you understand a concept, you can explain it without, for, for instance, like reciting a rule. It's mm-hmm. so much more important to understand what is going on than just like memorizing. And a lot totally. of my friends... 1L did that and it ended up back being completely backfiring. So yeah, like I I had a friend who memorized everything on her attack sheet, Mm -hmm. completely every rule, everything. And we got to the exam and she just typed everything on the page without even issue spotting. And it's like, I understand that you can, you get points based on the issue and the rule, but Sometimes it's like, you know, you have to, this is what they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, No, I I completely agree with that. I think that law school is a different beast. Um, Like you might've been able to cram the day before for a final in undergrad. Like if you had to, (laughs) but you, you Uh can't do that in law school. Like that's why reviewing and staying on top of things is so important because by the time reading week rolls around, you want to at least have a good enough understanding that you can start to apply the rules. Like memorizing the rules is like 10% of the work. I feel like what really matters is like you were saying is understanding how it works because on a law school exam, like sure, you'll get points for a rule or an issue or whatever, but the, everything else is in the analysis. So you need to be able to spot mm-hmm. both sides of the argument. You need to be able to remember what certain issues are with certain topics and all that stuff. Um, so I actually really love videos as well. Um, anytime I have an exam coming up, I set a reminder like maybe two weeks before and I, mm-hmm. and I go through Themis. I also used to do Quimby and 1L. I've tried Barbary as well, but I like that Themis's videos are shorter 
Um, and then in, in addition, I'll try to do practice if I can. Like if a professor goes over a hypo in class, I'll try to write it up and just like see how I feel Smart. about it. I didn't do that during 1L because I just, <laughs> I wasn't at the point where I could make the time because I was there. I was still adjusting to everything. But during mm-hmm. 2L, first semester, we already went over this was a mess for me. But uh, second semester, I actively started putting in reminders to be like, write up this hypo. Just like, you don't have to spend forever <laughs> on it. Just try writing it up. And I did Good that for, for you. Thanks. I did that for con law actually. And I think that that helped me understand things a little bit better um, Mm -hmm. while they were happening. (laughs) Because the thing with con law that was really challenging for me first semester was like, I didn't realize I didn't understand some concepts until the exam or the midterm, I think. And it sort of all hit me when I was practicing. I was like, oh. (laughs) Well, yeah. As you can tell, clearly con law was a very difficult subject for all of us. So So any two L's right now, you'll survive. You'll get through it. It gets so much better. Um. As my property professor once said, thousands have done it before you and thousands will do it after you. So you got this. That's perfect. I love that. Honestly, sometimes you just need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, you like no one's perfect. You can have all these set out with all these plans of like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do these every day. And like, sometimes it doesn't work, but I think if you're hitting your goals, like 80% of the time, it's fine. Um, and also going back to what you were saying about legal writing, if you're one L and you're listening to this right now, start early because it is going to take you way longer than you think it is. Legal (laughs) writing is another language it's something you're doing for the first time. It involves reading cases, synthesizing them, analyzing them, learning how to structure a memo or a brief or whatever you're working on. So give yourself the time. Don't leave it to two days before because I know sometimes you could do that in undergrad. Don't do it for legal writing. Agreed. Do <laughs> it now. Yeah. Start working on it now. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> for me, I actually loved legal writing, but it definitely, it, it's just time consuming because you're it trying is. to formulate an argument for the first time using resources you're not used to using. So um, that's, my, that's my other tip, like along with reviewing, like just be very cognizant of when your deadlines are for everything really. And just try mm-hmm. to make some time here and there for things that aren't maybe coming up immediately, but work smarter, not harder, like save your future self some time. So Going off of that, we already touched mm-hmm. on finals a little bit. Um, how do you start to go about thinking about finals? Like when are finals on your radar during the semester? So, you know, it's hard because we learn everything till the last second. So you're consistently learning new concepts until I would say three or two weeks before. No, so not even that, I feel like we learned something new in like our last like a week, week of school. Yeah, yeah was- <laughs> literally. But I mean, for me, I, I do start at least a month before. Like mm-hmm. I, I need to make sure that my outline is like pretty much up to date. I only mm-hmm. have a few things left to fill in. But the thing that has worked out for me the most, actually, is I make a mini outline. Mm -hmm. So I make an attack outline. And this attack outline basically puts 
every rule, it puts the elements and it puts everything that, okay, if this issue or something gets triggered, this is what's going to happen. So I try to make little scenarios in my head or I try to, you know, formulate it into this like mini Mm -hmm. outline. And that is what, that's the key to my success. I love that thing. I read it a million times. It's so much easier to digest Mm -hmm. than like a hundred page outline because those are very daunting and they're very long. So even though they're great to do during the school year to review, I think this mini attack outline just gets straight to the point. And that, that has honestly been the best for me. And I love doing practice exams. Mm -hmm. So I make sure to do, I do like two or three a day, like Mm -hmm. week leading up or whatever. Um, And so I make sure to do them. I time them with the Mm -hmm. exact same time restraint that I would get during the actual Mm -hmm. exam. And I will make sure to pull up the cut sheet afterwards, review it, sometimes even have a friend to go over it with. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and that's been really helpful for me. I think learning how to like draft an answer, especially for the specific teacher that you're taking the test for is so important. Oh, totally. And I completely agree. I basically do the same thing. So I'll have finals on my mind like a month before, like slowly, slowly, especially during the fall. Like I know people like to take Thanksgiving off, but I'm really OCT. (laughs) And uh, I feel like if I'm not doing something, there's just, it makes me really uncomfortable. I think I I need to I need to, yeah, I need to learn to be okay (laughs) with not doing anything. But when I know that I have stuff coming up, like I feel like I need to be proactive. So it's nothing crazy though. Like literally like during the fall semester, what I'll do is over Thanksgiving break, I'll slowly, slowly just start to go through my outlines for all of my classes, kind of clean them up a little bit, highlight stuff that I want to ask the professor when I get back, nothing too crazy. I'm Mm -hmm. just kind of like just doing a preliminary overview just to see, do I have any problems right now? And then I also make a condensed version of my outline. Um, So the way I do it, I don't do like specific scenarios and what they trigger like you do, but I think that's really smart and I'm going to start to do that. But what I basically do is I make these like rule statement templates. So I'm like, okay, if I have a contracts question, I know I'm going to need offer acceptance consideration. What are my rules for that? What are my sub rules for that? You know, if the, do we have an option contract? Do That's what I actually it? do. Yeah. I put that in my little attack yeah. outline. It's, it's so, it's ugh, so, so useful because mm-hmm. like we said, like memorizing the rules is only 10% of what you're actually going to do. So having mm-hmm. like a document that isn't cluttered with other cases or examples or hypos or whatever you have in your outline and just the bare bones of what you need to know is very useful. And also I find that that's the best way for me to just go over my outline in general, because I'm taking things out and synthesizing yeah. them and simplifying them. So I think- Exactly. Yeah. And it's so, so useful. And then when I, and I also love to do practice exams because you train how you fight, like you have to, you know, do what yeah. you need to do during time conditions on a final Um, so I'll slowly, I'll, I'll start very slowly. Like first, the first practice essay that I do, (laughs) I'll do it with my outline, like my rules, rule statements open. 
and I'll go slow. And like my, my goal will be to write the perfect essay just for that one so that I have something to compare it to. And then yeah. I'll get the cut sheet and I'll grade my essay. <laughs> Good job. And then I'll be like, okay, so next time I should probably write this instead. So then gradually you start to remember the rules anyway, as you do practice and it gets so much easier. And then usually my goal is to be able to do timed exams, like at least a day before, like the whole, the entire day before the final, I will devote to that class. I won't do anything else, but my goal will usually be to like two days, maybe three days out. I'll hope to be able to do something without looking at my outline completely. Yes. Um, exams are so, so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing that I like to do when I'm kind of looking ahead a few weeks ahead before final start, I try to designate the days that I'm going to work on which topic. So usually I'll print out like a two week calendar for what reading week and finals are. And then I'll just write, okay, in the morning, we're going to do this, this topic in the afternoon, we're going to do this topic. And then I'll also make a list of like what I need to get done for each class. So it's usually finalize my long outline, make my rule statement templates, make a list of questions to take the office hours. Um, and then I'll also make a checklist of like all the exams that I have that I can do practice with. And mm-hmm. yeah, so that, that tends to help. I think the best way to approach a final is to just be confident that you did yes. as much as you could, that you gave yourself enough time. And then also just that you know what you're going to be writing about. Like, okay, maybe the facts might be different, but as we said, if you understand the topic, you're already halfway there. It's just applying it. The yeah. Over. So work smarter, not harder. Take it day by day. Just try to plan ahead, which actually segues us into our next topic, which is how we actually manage everything and stay on top of our tasks and jobs and clinics and whatever else that we're mm-hmm. involved in and just our lives in general. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to let Kayla take it from here. <laughs> I'm telling you the best thing is my happy planner. It is so cute. It has like cute little stickers. <laughs> so I love a physical planner, but I also use my phone planner. I know it's like so, so just like whatever, but it really works for me. And I like setting reminders because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be checking it constantly. Right. So I need to get that little flash on my phone because who doesn't have their phone on them pretty much 24 right. seven. So doing that is really important for me. Um, as I said in previous episodes, I absolutely love writing everything, everything down and then making mm-hmm. sure I can highlight it. So that's always been my thing. I, I, I mean, everyone has like something different and everyone right. is able to, I don't know. You know why don't you tell us about what you use? Cause <laughs> I know that you use Asana and I know that it's good. It's just, oh, I'm super passionate about it. I know it's to a cute point where I'm, an, I'm like annoying, but um, I, I think that's really true though. Cause like so something that works for you won't necessarily work for me and vice versa. So right. I think that it's good to try different things. Like I started out with a physical planner because I used to use physical planners all throughout middle school, high school, and college. And it really worked for me, but for Mm -hmm. law school, it just wasn't going to cut it on my end. And, uh, at a previous job, I had used Asana to keep track of all of the projects that we had going. So my boss and I would use it and she would assign stuff to me and like 
all that stuff. And it mm-hmm. just, it, it populates a to-do list for you every day. And it's, it's just so satisfying. <laughs> um, so you have to teach me how to use it because I downloaded I it because of you, it. but I don't know how to use it. No, I, I will. Okay. After this, we'll go over Make it a training video. Oh, <laughs> actually, Asana, can you sponsor us? Just kidding. <laughs> um, but basically, for those of you who don't know about Asana or um, don't follow us on Instagram, which you should at All Rights Reserved Podcast, that's our handle. Um, I actually did share sort of how I attack my um, schedule and all my tasks with Asana and my calendar and everything. So those are in our highlights on our Instagram if you want to check it out. But basically what Asana is, is it's just a bunch of to-do lists in one sort of like you can create these different projects, put different tasks into each project, set reminders and due dates. And then every day you can go to my tasks and it will pull from each project and it will make a to-do list for you. So you know exactly mm-hmm. what you need to do that day. But another reason I love it is that the My Tasks page has a calendar setting. So you can switch to calendar mode and you can see every single day that's coming up and what you need to do on that day. So that really helped me during 1L because it allowed me to schedule networking things without conflicting with everything else that I had going on because I could just pull up the calendar view. Let's say I wanted to like, I was trying to schedule a coffee with an attorney on a Wednesday. And I, and I go and I look at that day on my uh, calendar view on Asana and it shows me all the tasks that I have to get done that day. So I can be like, oh, okay, I have to work on, on legal writing. So that's going to take forever. So I should schedule this for another day. So it kind of just takes out Smart. the guesswork, which is why I really, really love it. Um, and, you know, it takes a bit to adjust if you're used to doing like physical planning and stuff like that. But I, what I like to do is I'll take, you know, before the semester starts or early in the semester, I'll just take, I don't know, a few hours or however long it takes. I'll go through all of my syllabi for my classes. I'll put it all into their individual projects. I'll set my reminders for when I want to start doing things. I'll set recurring reminders for when I want to outline. I have a separate project for all my networking contacts that I have to, um, I've set all each one like based on last time that we met up or whatever, or we oh, talked. hello. Look at like, you. I know. I'll, um, I'll set reminders to repeat like every two to three months because I'm That's trying great. to also build like a network and people that I can ask advice and all that stuff. And I just really, really love it because it simplifies the chaos a little bit. And, you know, I can see that I have a lot coming up, but I'll feel confident about the fact that it's all there. And like, I can that- manage. <laughs> that's really smart because I've met with such wonderful people and I haven't followed up and I do regret that. And I've also, I've also forgotten who I spoke with. So that, I think that's a really great point that you made and I should really start doing that. I love that. Yeah. Maybe we should do a training video. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Honestly, you should. I, yeah. I would definitely watch it. You yeah. should do it on Instagram. Oh, I know that they have those reels things. You can make a little video. Right. Actually, those <laughs> of us who are those of you who are listening, um, let us know if that's something that you'd be interested in. Because yeah. as you can tell, I'm super passionate. So um, but yeah, it's just work smarter, not harder. The more you know about what you're gonna have on your plate, the easier it will be to manage. The last thing you want in law school is for deadlines to creep up on you. Like use your calendar religiously, yeah. check your emails every day, whatever planning or whatever to-do list, whatever you use, just make sure that you're on top of it and um, just 
you know, it is what it is. You've got to figure it out as you go and you'll find what works for you. And also, like you said earlier, confidence is key. I remember a one out being a one L and I took my first ever midterm and I was so stressed out that was I was it like, contracts? Out. I think contracts no. were my first midterm. Um, okay. Then it was, no, my first ever midterm was for criminal law. Oh, it, it was contracts okay. and criminal law. But Got anyway, I, I went into his office hours and I was just a mess. And he okay. said to me, like, listen, Kayla, are you, maybe you're lacking confidence. You just need to go into this test being like, okay, I know what I know. Mm-hmm. Just don't freak yourself out because you came to law school for a reason and you know your stuff. Mm-hmm. So just be confident because you will tell your brain that you know your stuff. You won't blank in the middle of the test. Yeah. And so I honestly just tricked myself into thinking that I knew everything and I was super confident going into every exam mm-hmm. and it really helped. It yeah. really, really helped. And that's, that's definitely my key to as much success as I've gotten, but <laughs> no, honestly, no, that's so important though, because like at the end of the day, like as law students, we work really hard and we do a yeah. lot of things and we use our brains in ways we've never used them before. And it's hard. And I think that we need to give ourselves more credit at the end of the day, because like, yeah. I'm the type of person where I have trouble appreciating how far I've come sometimes. Cause I'm always thinking like three yeah. steps ahead about what I have yeah. coming up. But we, you know, sometimes you just need to like bring it back down, slow down, have a moment with yourself, be like, I did the very best that I could. This is my best and my best is my best. And, you know, if I fail or if I make a mistake, I can learn from it and we can move on. It won't be the end of the world. And that's exactly that. It's just, we like to overthink things, but sometimes Mm -hmm. we have to remind ourselves not to, which is easier said than done. But um, (laughs) and I think that building that confidence is really important. Yeah, I I completely agree. And that's that's what's going to take me throughout the bar. And that's what's Mm going to really help when I'm working and stuff like that, because even now I still lack confidence in some aspects of my life. And I think that it's a really, really important thing to overcome, especially in law school, because you need it. Oh, totally. Because they throw so much at you and you're going to make it out at the other end, a better person, (laughs) a stronger person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think that as a 3L, I'm a completely different person than I was during when I started law school. Everything. Oh, the the confidence is there. The confidence has been there since 2L and it's there and it's going to stay. So there we go. I hope you guys, (laughs) I hope you guys take that (laughs) to heart because I, we, we do know how hard 1L is and we do know that it can really mess with your confidence, but just stay strong. We hope that all of these tips are going to be super helpful for you because they definitely are helpful for us. And we just want all of you to succeed and be happy. We do. We do. And <laughs> as I always say, if you're not scared, you're not doing it right. Trust that it's all going to work out. And um, yeah. yeah, on that note, uh, this is the end of our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will be with you again next week. Bye. Bye.